I am Grace Scotto, your host of the Chronicles of the Teenage Brain, and thank you so much for choosing me as your podcast for today. I am going to be talking about dealing with panic attacks and anxiety attacks in this week's episode. It is definitely a very fitting theme for this week, and I'm excited to dive further into it and kind of give you guys some educating and like new advice. I don't know. I learned a lot from planning this episode, so I'm very excited to share. But before we begin, I just want to say we have a different recording vibe. I am making this on a Saturday instead of our typical Fridays. Yesterday when I came home from school, I literally dropped like a fly. I had such a long and crazy week, which I will explain in a minute or two. Um, but I was just so tired and I knew that I wouldn't have been able to provide a good and like quality and good content for you guys. So I decided to push it until Saturday, aka today. That way I had as much time as I wanted to plan and just give you guys the best of the best. And I didn't want it to be rushed or anything, especially because this is kind of a sensitive and very important topic. And I wanted to do it justice, so I just thought you should know, and if you are new here, I do upload my podcast typically every Friday. There are some exceptions to that. Um, Junior year is really taking a toll on me, guys, but yeah, if you are here listening on November 19th on a Saturday, you are a real one for that, and I love you. I'm not even going to sugarcoat it. This week has been very, very stressful. And that is where I've kind of gained a lot of inspo for this episode. Honestly, I should say the past month has been super stressful. Um, This week, I had to pick out my courses for my senior year. And that's just, first of all, that's like insane to me because time is flying. And it's really crazy that I'm almost going to be in college and out of the house. And I'm just like not ready for that. But Besides that, too, I've also just had a ton of tests and schoolwork and the end of the quarter and everything. It's just been so freaking stressful. But on top of that, all I've been hearing is like colleges and blah, blah, blah. And like colleges are watching you and you better take challenging classes to look on your applications and ooh, put this on your applications and do this and this and this. And it is just so stressful. And that is part of the reason why I was so mentally drained and exhausted yesterday was because of the pressure that not only I've been dealing with recently, but teens and my peers and friends, society and school and teachers have been sitting, putting so much pressure on us recently. And I'm really sorry if you feel the same way. Um, but we are on a floating rock in the middle of nowhere. And remember, it is okay to feel a little lost sometimes, which I think perfectly describes how I'm feeling right about now. On more of a brighter note, it is almost Thanksgiving, and I have a really fitting and exciting episode coming out soon for the holiday season, which, oh my gosh, I can't believe it's almost Thanksgiving. I swear, yesterday was just Halloween. Christmas is right around the corner. Oh my God. You guys, I cannot contain my excitement over here. I have so much stuff planned for you guys, and I just have oh so much going on. But as always, stay tuned for the 50th episode because I do have a really special announcement to make. And speaking of special, we are also almost at my one-year podcast anniversary, which is mind-boggling to me. I swear it was just 
last year when I was debating, should I make a podcast or like, am I going to stick with it? And I can't believe I have. And I'm so grateful that it has gotten to the point that it's at now. I cannot believe that people genuinely tune in every week to hear what I have to say. And that is just like such a privilege. And I am very thankful for all of you. And if you are listening right now, that is you. And give yourself a high five for being such a supportive queen or king. Um, but jumping into the book of the week, I have no new updates as expected. I am still reading Things We Never Got Over, and it is a pretty big book, and I have had very little reading time with school and just everything that's been going on. Before recording this, I actually hit page 200, and so far I am absolutely loving this book. You have no idea. The plot is really good, and I cannot wait to see where this book goes. But even though we don't have a new book of the week, we do have a new quote for this week's episode. And that is, the goodness inside you is stronger than what you fear. This is so relevant and will forever be relevant. And I think this is something that is really important to keep in mind. Um, It is so easy to look at things as this like huge monster. So I'm going to use an example. For me, it's like college and high school and the end of the year for me. And it's like, I am so freaking worried about my future and when I think about it, it's really just negatives. Like I'm just so stressed and my fears and anxieties really take over and I'm not really seeing all of the good it can be. For example, when I am done with high school, I can travel and I can learn new things and meet new people, but I'm kind of blindsided by that. And I sometimes overlook that I'm such a hard worker and I only focus on my faults and my negatives, but there is so much good inside of you that overpowers all of those fears and all of those anxieties, it's just hard sometimes for us to recognize that. And I think that is like a great affirmation to write down on the daily and kind of really center in on because it's so true and it's so important. I know right now you can probably think of one stressor in your life or one fear that has really been nagging at you, but just remember that you are such a hard worker and there is truly good inside of you that is so much bigger and because of that you will overcome it without a problem you got this but it's just really easy to expect the negatives in a way and just almost assume you're gonna fail when in reality that's not true and you have to have more faith in yourself with that i am going to keep sipping on my watermelon celsius and let's get into this week's episode so Let's start off with the most basic question. What is the difference between a panic attack versus an anxiety attack? Panic attacks are often more intense and can occur with or without a trigger, while anxiety attacks are a response to a perceived threat or also known as like a buildup of anxiety over time. So I can recall, I think I've had three anxiety slash panic attacks over the course of the past like two years, I would say, two to three years, I guess, um, that were like actually defined as panic and anxiety attacks. Um, so I'm going to explain my scenarios and situations. So last, it was one of them actually occurred last weekend, not last weekend, just last week. Oh my gosh. It was last Thursday. I didn't realize, and I was talking to my therapist about this, um, 
as I was saying, this month has been very stressful. And I guess last week, I just didn't realize how that stress and anxiety has just been like building up and building up and building up inside of me. And I just didn't recognize that happening. I just moved on with every single day and I just did what I had to do that day. Um, And I guess I didn't realize how anxious I had gotten. So I was at this meeting after school for this thing. I'm not going to go into detail, but I'd forgotten something that I needed. I actually think I shared this story last week's episode and last week's episode. I'm pretty sure I did, but I'm going to share it again because it's very fitting to this week's theme. Um, I had forgotten something I needed really wasn't that big of a deal. And because I didn't realize how much anxiety was building up in me over the course of that week and honestly over the course of the month, I literally broke down. I started shaking. I was having a hard time breathing and I started to cry. Like I genuinely started to cry. I was having a really hard time pulling myself together. And I was like, don't cry in front of your friends. You're acting like a baby. Like relax. Like this is embarrassing. And luckily one of my friends pulled me aside and I'm actually hanging out with her tonight. So I'm so excited. We're volunteering at the high school, at my high school for a play to get service hours. We are being, um, we're just like taking admissions and stuff. But um, anyways, besides the point, she pulled me aside and she was like, I've been in this position. Take a deep breath. Focus on me. It's not a big deal. Just literally grounded me and gave me the most amazing pep talk ever and was like, seriously, the best thing that I could have received in that situation. And I was telling my therapist, I've never been on the receiving end of that. I have been in experiences where my friends have struggled with panic attacks or anxiety attacks in front of me and I've kind of been the one to try and help ground them and use what I know of mental health to kind of step in and you know take the wheel and help them but I had never been on the receiving end of that and yeah it was it felt really good but afterwards I ended up going to where my mom works she works in an elementary school because I needed her to help me with something and when I walked into her room Luckily, there were no kids in her room. I just started to cry. Like, I broke down, and I could tell it was building up inside of me, and I just broke down and was sobbing, and I couldn't stop. So, I hate crying in front of people. I get so embarrassed by it, even though there's nothing to be ashamed about, and I ran out of her room, and I went into the bathroom where I could get some, like, peace and kind of be alone, and the problem was the staff bathroom was occupied. So I had no choice but to run into the little girl's room where there were kindergartners in the bathroom. (laughs) It was really embarrassing. I locked myself in the big stall and I was just like really trying my hardest to take deep breaths and just compose myself and ground myself. And I literally could not stop crying and like hiccuping. You know that like hiccuping you get when you cry for so much or like so intensely? Um... And the kindergartners were like, what is going on? And they were like, should we ask our teacher for help? They were real ones. They were looking out for me. But I got my shit together and I calmed myself down and I left because I didn't want to traumatize the kindergartners any further. But yeah, I got home and I was like, holy shit, I had a panic attack and I haven't had one in so long. And that was just kind of a wake up call for me. These things don't necessarily go away permanently. They're something that kind of stay with us over time and things that we struggle with over time, you just have to learn how to overcome them. Another experience that I can vividly remember was one night I was recording a podcast episode really late at night 
I was super tired and I shouldn't have been recording. This was like right when I really was just starting. I was pretty new and the app that I was recording on, I didn't really know how to use that well. I still use it to this day and I have gotten much better at navigating it, but I was recording and I was like so tired and drained and my mom called me and because she called me, that stopped my episode from recording. Now, if this were to happen right now, I would be like, okay, whatever, because I know how to save it to the drafts, pick up the call, upload it, and then re-begin from there without losing any progress. But at the time, I didn't know that. I was still brand new to this. I shouldn't have been recording at night. I should have just waited till the next day, like right now. Um, And I just broke down. Like, that's the honest truth. And I think that was another time where my anxiety through that week has was building up so much and that was just kind of like the final straw and I remember like really having a bad panic attack and I was home alone too so I made my way downstairs because I remember that night my mom was out shopping Christmas shopping and my dad and my brother were also out Christmas shopping separately though because they were getting gifts for each other um and I was home alone and it wasn't my mom's fault she had no freaking idea I was recording this was just my brain kind of like creating a you know, freaking crazy explosion, like out of nothing. But, um, yeah, I literally started panicking and I couldn't catch my breath. That is something that I deal with when I have panic attacks. This is like the major, like the biggest symptom I personally struggle with is hyperventilating and not being able to breathe. So I grabbed one of my blankets and I made my way downstairs to my cat's and I sat down with them and was able to gain my composure by petting them and stuff. And that really helped me in the moment. But those are some experiences of mine. For someone like me who struggles with general anxiety disorder, anxiety attacks are something that occur to me more often than a panic attack. Just because I, you know, can see that buildup of anxiety over time. And then it kind of just boom, like there it is. So yeah, but I've survived both experiences and I got the support I needed afterwards. So everything's good. But believe it or not, um, dealing with panic and anxiety attacks are a very universal experience and it is so common and a thing that many people deal with on a daily basis. So what are the symptoms of a panic attack? Many people use like panic attack or anxiety attack out of context. Like someone's like, oh my God, I'm going to have an anxiety attack or panic attack. Just because you shed a few tears or you're a little stressed, that doesn't mean you're suffering from this type of attack. When it comes to mental health, using its terms and describing how you're feeling, it is very important that we recognize and educate ourselves and use the right descriptors because using something out of context can be triggering for others and we just need to get that sense and kind of navigate from what's right and what's wrong and saying what and what certain type of context. So just keep that in mind. But some symptoms can include sense of impending doom or danger. So you just feel like you're facing the end of the world, rapid pounding, heart rate, hyperventilating, sweating, trembling or shaking, shortness of breath or tightness in your throat, chills and hot flashes. Many people have just one or two panic attacks in their lifetimes and the problem goes away. But perhaps when in a stressful situation, many deal with this in a reoccurring, unexpected way. 
and some spend long periods of time in constant fear of another attack. And if that is you, I'm not diagnosing anybody. That is not what I do here. But there is a condition called panic disorder. So what is panic disorder? Panic disorder is an anxiety disorder where you regularly feel sudden attacks of panic or fear. These attacks are typically short, but it depends on the person. My panic attack or my anxiety attack, whatever you want to call it, might be different than yours. It 100% will be. You know, we all respond to certain triggers and situations differently, but they are typically short, reaching their peak in less than 10 minutes. An attack usually lasts anywhere from a few minutes up to 30 minutes through repeated attacks. If you are someone who struggles with repeated attacks, this actually can occur for hours. It just depends on the severity of your situation. But not only can panic attacks vary in intensity and duration, but they can also differ according to what prompted the attack. The DSM-5 lists, and according to mentalhealth.org, created two separate and distinct types of panic attacks. There are expected panic attacks and unexpected panic attacks. For me, throughout my life, I have mostly, I would say it's a mix. So when I was going to my mom's classroom last week, the day I was telling you about where I had the panic attack, anxiety attack in the bathroom, when I was walking down to her classroom, I like could feel it coming on. Like I was, I could feel the tears in my eyes. I could feel my breathing, you know, kind of going haywire. So I knew something along those lines was going to eventually occur. Um, so it was, although it was an, an, like an unexpected panic attack, because I definitely wasn't expecting to have a panic attack that day. The rest, like the start of my day and most of my day was really good. Like it was just my typical Thursday and I didn't even have school the next day. So I was feeling pretty good, excited for the long weekend. So it was very unexpected. But as I kind of creeped closer towards the actual attack itself, I was able to pick up on the signs and I was expecting something. I just wasn't expecting myself to like break down as soon as I walked into my mom's classroom. Um, but when my mom, I don't know why they involve my mom. <laughs> my mom's probably listening is like, oh my God, girl. But um, when she called me the one time and I didn't know how to fix my podcast, which really is not a big deal at all, that was very unexpected because... I could have simply like taken a deep breath and figured out the problem and I didn't I just freaked out so I think that one was definitely very unexpected and I just like after that happened I had shut down everything and I was like oh we are gonna record tomorrow we are not in the state to do that tonight but I really want to focus on and talk about how we can spot them coming on and how we can learn techniques and what type of techniques can help us in the midst of a panic attack or an anxiety attack. So a panic attack typically starts with the symptoms I mentioned above, hyperventilating, shaking, etc. So if you are in a position where this occurs, try and excuse yourself or find a safe place that you can go and kind of escape. So for example, if you are at home go near pets. That really, really helped me. That was like the best grounding thing ever. Um, go to your bed. If you're in a place that's a little public or not uh, really like 
comfortable environment, I guess. Find a bathroom, which is what I did um, last week. Or even go outside if you can, get some fresh air, or just go into the hallway. It is important to get away from places that make you feel crammed or trapped. Feeling claustrophobic is actually another symptom of dealing with a certain attack. It feels like almost everything is closing in on you and you just don't know what to do. You're panicking. Um, Don't feel bad for excusing yourself because your mental health comes first. That is so important. And say you're in class and you raise your hand because you feel one coming on and you're like, hey, like I need to use the bathroom. Can I take a walk? And your teacher says no. You have the right to get up and leave the classroom. You seriously do, because if you feel something coming on and no one wants to have an anxiety attack or a panic attack in front of their classmates, you have the right to excuse yourself. But the first step is to find a focused object. Sometimes you need a simple distraction in a scenario like this. So find something that you can focus on and maybe turn your attention to that isn't harmful and will kind of help ground you. If this doesn't work, try the 5-4-3-2-1 technique which is if you're anxious, name five things you can see, four things you can touch, three things you can hear, two things you can smell, and one thing that you can taste. This will make you feel grounded and in a place that, you know, is filled with a lot of distractions. It can focus on things that, you know, are helpful and beneficial to you and take maybe the negative distractions and turn them into something positive and kind of take your mind off of the panic. I know when dealing with a panic attack or anxiety attacks, it is so hard to stop crying or hyperventilating. Try your best to take deep breaths and calm yourself down, plus regain your oxygen levels. Doing breathing exercises every day will help prevent panic attacks and relieve them when they're happening. I've mentioned this before briefly, but we don't realize to take deep breaths throughout the day. Obviously, we're breathing throughout the day or we wouldn't be here. We wouldn't be alive. And that's something that we don't have to think about. But seriously, think about when you sit back and take like a genuine deep breath that, you know, maybe relieves some of that stress and pressure. We forget to do that all the time. So try and challenge yourself at least once or twice a day to just sit back from whatever you're doing, regardless if that's in the classroom or at home or in the shower. Take a deep breath, like hold it for five seconds and exhale for five seconds. And it can be super helpful. And not only can it help you on a daily basis, but when you are in a situation such as a panic or an anxiety attack. Ask for help. When I was in my situation last week, luckily I didn't have to ask for help because my friend caught on very quickly. But if you're in a situation, find help like that. She seriously helped me so much and got me through the rest of this stupid meeting that I had to attend to and it was so helpful. If you are in a situation where you feel an attack is coming on, find someone of trust to get help from or to just even help you calm down. If you are someone who deals with this on a daily basis or this occurs often, I would recommend trying to talk to a professional to take the next step. Remember that dealing with panic or anxiety attacks does not make you weak. And if I could have you take one thing from this episode, it would be that. If you are someone who struggles with this, it is at like when we are dealing with them, we are at our most vulnerable and it's scary, but it does not make you a weaker person. It actually helps you learn and it will help you grow in the future. 
But if you are someone who struggles with this a lot, I would recommend talking to a therapist or a counselor because that is the most beneficial thing. I say this a lot, but seriously, when I started therapy, that saved me. And I do not regret it at all. I do not regret it. Do not regret it at all. There we go. If you have been dealing with high levels of stress, regardless if it connects with school or work, be kind to yourself on the daily. Doing something that makes you happy each day can help decrease the occurrence of these anxious buildups. Um, I can tell you right off the bat that last week when I was really struggling and didn't really understand and didn't see that the anxiety was building up. I wasn't doing as many things as I loved. I wasn't reading as much. I was just doing a lot of homework and schoolwork. Um, you know, I was just not really doing things. I was, I've barely journaled in the past month. Like I wasn't really taking time for myself out of my days. And I think that was one of the main reasons why I had this buildup and why I had a panic attack. Please remember too that crying is okay. I was just telling my therapist last Monday how I recently broke my cry streak, but how I felt like a weight was lifted off my shoulders after I had a good cry. I am telling you right now, after I had my little cry in the kindergarten bathroom, I really did feel a lot better. Um, I went home with my mom. We stopped and got food. I had McDonald's. That was the comfort food in the moment and those fries literally, I swear to God, they cure all. But I felt a little relieved after having a good cry. Challenge your thoughts. This one can be a little bit difficult, especially if you're in like the deep end of a panic or anxiety attack. But panic attacks always pass and the symptoms are not a sign of anything harmful happening. That is a really, really good affirmation. Tell yourself that the symptoms you're experiencing are caused by anxiety and anxiety alone. This way your brain can kind of connect and realize, okay, there's nothing wrong with me. I'm not broken. I'm just dealing with anxiety and these thoughts of impending doom or danger are not real. I'm safe and I'm going to be okay. If you wake up feeling anxious or stressed more than usual, that happens to me all the time. I'll wake up for school and I have this pit in my stomach and I'm just like, I need to be extra careful and gentle with myself today. Um, as much as I do hate to say this, try and avoid caffeine or substances that can further boost these feelings of anxiety. I have had days where I have drank in a coffee and then a Celsius as I was already feeling anxious and it goes downhill from there. Trust me, it is a bad idea. All in all, panic attacks and anxiety attacks in the moment can be terrifying, and they sometimes almost feel like they will never end, but I promise you, they will, and you will be okay. And lastly, it wouldn't be a podcast if I didn't talk about crystals, and these crystals are specific to helping you when dealing with a panic or anxiety attack. Howlite is a really good one. This is a beautiful calming stone. It is naturally creamy white with silver and black swirls running through it. I just love it so much. Its binding is gorgeous. Amethyst is iconic and a really good one. And this is like does everything for you. If you are a beginner to crystals, I'm telling you amethyst is a go-to. Rose quartz is another great one. Not only is this known as the love stone, but it also can help you 
release those negative feelings. Fluorite and blue lace agate are another great crystals to help. And moonstone. I love to keep crystals on me at all times. I keep them in my book bag pockets at school. Like I have designated school crystals that I keep with me. That way I can pull them out and help ground myself when I feel needed. But yeah, they just come in clutch whenever. But hopefully something within this episode was able to, you know, resonate with you and help you in the future. If you are someone who deals with panic or anxiety attacks, you are not alone. They're very common and you will get through them. Thank you so, so much for listening. I will catch you all next week and I'm not going to see you until next Friday. So I hope you all have an amazing Thanksgiving. Talk soon, guys. Bye.